Sabrina here. I know it's been a minute since we've done an intro, but I wanted to introduce you guys to our first mini series. We're calling it Migay Minis, and as in the name, it's going to be all about agave plants. Our resident agave educator for this series will be Lorena Terran Ibarra. Now, I interviewed Lorena in the last episode, so if you haven't had a chance to listen to it, please do. It's a great introduction to Lorena and the work that she does in Copita Field. We're going to take the first few episodes to focus on all aspects of the plant, from its taxonomy and anatomy to its morphology and its strategies of reproduction. The subsequent episodes will focus on a single agave species. We're kind of looking at this as like a more in-depth version of our agave ID card deck that we produced with Tess Rose Lampert a few years ago. Um, They're still available on our website if you want to check those out as well. We're going to try to make these mini episodes clock in around 15 minutes, so not too long. And we're going to also publish all relative images and content on the Hey Hey Agave section of our website. If you haven't checked it out, please do get there at tuyo.nyc. It's in the Hey Hey Agave section. And for each episode, we uh, our guests have given us like awesome images and we format them and it's a, become a really lovely archive. So not just for this episode, but for all of them, you can see images. Uh, you can see images there. Um, Lorena, Gabrielle, and I have done our very best to bring you the most up-to-date information in this mini-series. However, if you catch a mistake, please let us know. We love hearing from you. We will issue a correction. You know, this is a work in progress. It's a living, breathing thing, and um, it, we're not perfect. So whatever we may get wrong, please let us know. Uh, although we've done our very best to to make it be as accurate as possible. Um, if you like what you hear, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. It really helps us. You know, Gabs and I produce this um, for free, and we do it because it's our way to give back to the community uh, that we, we care about and we love so much. So thanks for joining us uh, on this journey. It's been a few years now, and we really appreciate you listening, and hopefully one day we'll be able to meet in person, maybe get some live events uh, together. So thanks so much for listening, everyone, and here is the first episode of our McGay Minis. Welcome to McGay Minis, Episode 1, What's in a Name? I'm your host, Sabrina. And I am your host, Lorena. Throughout this series, we will be using the names agave and McGay interchangeably. We are also going to be getting into some scientific vocabulary that we are going to post an interactive PDF in the Hey Hey Agave section of our website, so you guys can check back there if you've missed anything or if you want to go over some terminology that we use. Let's begin by explaining where the name agave comes from. Lore, handing it over to you. Well, the word agave is a Latin word that means novel or admirable. The name was given to this group of plants by Carlos de Linneo, or in English, he's Carl Linneus. He was a Swedish botanist, zoologist, physician, and taxonomist. And he's known as the father of modern taxonomy. He formalized the binomial nomenclature, which is the two-word system of naming organisms. 
the first part of the binomial nomenclature is the genus, and it refers to the broad category of the plants. Uh, in this case, agave is the genus, and the genus is followed by the specific name of the species. For example, we have agave angustifolia, agave kerwinski, agave marmorata, and so on. That's right. And when we write out the name, we use a capital A for agave and then the species name in lowercase letters. So it's always the genus followed by the species. Exactly. So this is the globally agreed upon scientific taxonomy. However, First Nation indigenous people were living and using Maguey for centuries before some Swedish dude came onto the scene. Um, it's important for us to talk about the other names used for agave throughout Mexico. So, Lore, can you tell us about the other words used for agave uh, in Mexico? And I think we can start with the most common one being maguey. Yeah, sure. Well, the maguey, it's a word that comes from Taino. The word was also adopted by the Spanish. And that's the word we use for calling the agaves in Spanish. But... Each culture has its own language and they all have a word for maguey on it. Uh, the word is metal in Nahuatl, is dob in Zapotec, ki in Maya, almal in Chontal, uda in Otomi, and we could go on and on because we probably have more than 60 words for agave. Each culture had its own name for it. Yeah, and I think it's a really good time to talk about um, another interesting fact, which is that there are many, many hundreds of different common names that are used for uh, the agave species. Um, so, you know, every community has its own colloquial names, right? They're different common names for the species that are endemic to their land. Sometimes they're based on how they look, such as like a lechuguilla, which would be like a little lettuce. Other times they're just called coyote or, or wild, or simply, you know, they're just called maguey. Um, so we're going to touch more about these common names in further series, uh, but, you know, we're going to try to address as many of the common names as we can with the different species that we speak about in the future. Yeah, I think um, that when, when you visit a palenque or an agave field, uh, every time you are in, in a new place trying to know better their culture and their mezcal culture, we should use the names that the local people use. We should call things as the people from the culture call it. That's, uh, in my opinion, that's the best way to be respectful. And it's also the best way to learn. As an example, the, uh, the word quish is used for Karwinski agaves in in central valleys of Oaxaca, uh, in in Mitla, in Tlacolula, in Matatlan, if you say quiche, it's going to be a Kerwinski. But if you go to Ocotlan, in Santa Catarina Minas specifically, quiche is going to be a Rodacanta. 
and and a lot of people are really confused about this. But I think we we should address the the fact that if you were talking about mezcales of minas, then if you say quiche is a rodacanta, and if you're talking about mezcales of Matatlan, the quiche is going to be a Karwinski. And yeah, that's something you learn if you go visit the communities and talk to people and call things how they call it. So we know Mexico is home to the most diverse Maguey population. Uh, time for a little bit of statistics. How many different species of agave exist in the world and how many can be found within Mexico? There are 210 species of agave in the world. And Mexico is home to 160. That's more than 75% of them. And 130 about 61% are endemic. Then Oaxaca is home to 44 different species of agave. This represents 27% of the total register for Mexico. That makes it the entity with the biggest diversity of agave in the world. Uh, it is very exciting to know that four of these 44 species were classified in 2019. That's just two years ago. This research was done for like many, many years leading up to the publication of these species. So we can say like 2019 was a pretty big year for agave classification. Um, but what are the names of these species? Uh, this, these four species are agave lioba, agave gypsicola, agave quiotepesensis, and agave megalodonta. The places where they collected the specimens for classifying these new species, for agave liuba, uh, it was around Mitla. It is really near Copita Field, the, where I work. And the other three, the Gypsicola, Quiotepesensis, and Megalodonta, were um, collected around an area called Reserva de la Biosfera Tehuacán, Cuicatlán. This is between the north of Oaxaca and the border with uh, Puebla. This is a very important place in terms of biodiversity, uh, not only for agaves, but for lots of different living things, like the flora, fauna uh, of this place is it is huge. The place is believed to be a place of origin for many species of plants, agave being one of them. Also, in these areas of biodiversity, they discover caves with evidence of people using agave more than 10,000 years ago. These findings were along with the oldest registers of calabazas and maize. And some, some scientists believe that the use of agave is way older and that maybe the first nomad groups could find agaves while migrating to these landscapes, and that maybe they were eating them uh, after a wildfire cooked them or they got struck by lightning. The, the sugars were break down, and if they tried the agaves, they discovered that they are 
sweet and nutritious. Uh, as we know, some agaves contain more sugars than others. Uh, these same sugars are the ones that we ferment into alcohol for making mezcal. And how many species that we know of are used to make mezcal? Well, that's a trick question. I don't think there is an actual answer for that. Um, for the information we have, we could say it's around 30 species, maybe between 30 and 40. But uh, we have this agave lioba that it was just classified two years ago. But people were making mezcal with this agave for many, many years, and it was not even classified. And I think it could be the case with many agaves that have been used or are still using for making mezcal, and maybe they are not classified yet. Or maybe people uh, are starting to do experiments, like trying to make mezcal with different species that were not usually uh, making mezcal with those. So I think the number uh, uh, is going to be uh, changing. And I think there's not a, a definitive answer for that. And it's not going to be a definitive number uh, at, any, at any time soon. You make a really good point with all of this, though, because... Um because the study of these plants, you know, everything is evolving as the research comes in, that we should note um, that the content that you're providing for us, Lore, it comes from the most current information um, that we have access to, right? Yeah, uh, the, the content that I shared with you, the statistics and the information comes from the APG 2019. Um, the APG is the Angiosperm Phylogeny Group, which is an international group of systematic botanists who collaborate to establish a consensus on the taxonomy of flowering plants. The, the flowering plants are called angiosperms, and, and the content they made reflects the new knowledge about plant relationship discovered through phylogenic studies. So um, the content we shared was based on the latest information that they shared, but this information is going to be changing constantly because knowledge is not definitive, like never. So I think which is with each new discovery, we are going to change what we thought all the time. That's right. And I think we'll leave it there for this episode. Uh, thanks everyone for joining us and please stay tuned for the next episode, which is going to be all about how agave plants grow. So thanks so much, Lore. Thank you, Sabrina. And thanks everyone. Talk to you soon. Hey, hey, agave is a production of Tuyo NYC. Brittany Prater is our editor. Your hosts are Gabrielle Velasquez-Zazueta and me, Sabrina Lassard. Our music is by Milagro Verde. 
find them on Instagram at milagro underscore verde BK. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Salicita. <laughs>